welcome to Intentional Living today uh, during this season. Now that we're moving toward Christmas at a breakneck speed, it seems like. Um, busy time, a time where there can be loneliness, anxiety, depression. And we wanted to pick up on a discussion we had about a week ago with our friend Dr. Greg Jantz from the Center, A Place of Hope, uh, just outside of Seattle, Washington. Uh, Greg is, a, is an expert in this area, specializes in this area. His entire uh, ministry, his operation is all focused around helping people who uh, struggle with some of these life adjustments. So we've got callers lined up we're going to get to here in just a moment. I'd uh, love to have you be a part of the show when you, when you call for our comment line at 888-888-1717 is uh, the phone number. And we'll get to your calls uh, in just a moment. Uh, Greg, welcome welcome back. Thanks for being with us today. Always good to be with you, Randy. Such an important topic. You know, last time we ended the show, we had a caller on. Her name was Alicia, and uh, apparently she's unable to stay on the line. But she was asking the question about what do you do when your mind is constantly racing uh, and have a turnover of thoughts, and she just can't, she said, I just can't turn them off, uh, that racing feeling. Uh, and I, of course, that can be exacerbated during the holidays, but what's going on in the person that's uh, struggling with that? Yes, and that's a symptom of uh, anxiety, sometimes social anxiety, where the thoughts just seem to take on a life of their own, and sometimes the thoughts thinking you feel like whoa it just speeds up i can't seem to stop it here's two things to do immediately number one change your physical setting what's that look like well if you're um in the house <laughs> go outside change um change physical settings always when you begin to feel that and with that physical movement now mm. that's why i like heading outside you feel like your thoughts are starting to race i want you to go out for that 20 minute walk uh and i know sometimes this is challenging but you really do need to change the physical setting mix it with movement you got to get moving okay and then thirdly uh anxiety is always helped by consuming water now this sounds mm. silly but movement and water when you're anxious uh, water improves mood. Water helps concentration. Uh, a lot of times the brain can be a little bit on that side of dehydration. And the uh, water is just enough to, to help. Okay, those are just a couple things to do. I have one other thing to do. Get a 3 by 5 old-fashioned 3 by 5 card. <laughs> I remember I think, those. Oh, I've got some, got some right here. There remember these? Yes, I do. That's how some of us had to... Use these in school. <laughs> write, <laughs> write uh, one of your favorite verses. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and I want you to put this in your pocket. Anytime your mind starts to race, change environment, mix movement, water, pull this, pull this card out with that verse or that affirmation. Say it out loud. Uh, that's a way of, of beginning, beginning to renew your thinking and there is power in, in just truth statements there's power in god's word of saying the truth um, so those are a couple things to try and but do them each time the first time you go ah, it didn't really work no keep doing it give it a good 30-day try 
If you have a comment for our storyline today, you're welcome to call 888-888-1717 for storyline. we got our callers lined up for the show today. And I just want to say thanks to those of you who this last week uh, prayed for us, supported us, called, got involved. We're a great help with the ministry as we're approaching the year end. Thank you for doing that. If for any reason you didn't get through, uh, you're always welcome to come to our website at theintentionallife.com when we welcome you with wide open arms and thank you in advance for your support, for standing with us here at Intentional Living as we move into the end of this year and into 2023 with great passion and excitement about what God's going to do as we help people figure out what's that one thing that I can do over the next 30 days that will make the biggest single difference in my life for God's glory and, of course, for the benefit of myself and my family. Come and join us. Be a part of it. Go to theintentionallife.com. Bonnie and Danelle are on the line. Uh, let's get to Bonnie first. Uh, Danielle, I'll get to you in a moment. Bonnie is in Michigan. Appreciate your call. How are you today? Oh, doing good, thank you. That's good. Um, says here that you have dealt with loneliness, and how how have you done that? What have you done? <laughs> well, some, I guess, kind of silly ways, but maybe they'll be of help to someone. Um, I'm a widow, and I also have two boys in the Navy. My parents have both passed away. So I've had quite a bit of time to myself, and I've discovered that I don't have to, <laughs> it sounds selfish, but I don't have to please anybody else. <laughs> That's true. You know, I can kind of decide how I want to spend the holidays or what I want to cook or, you know, being a widow, I can decorate my bedroom as girly as I want to now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you've, dis- you've taken control of your thoughts and you've taken control of your life and the decisions you make. And um, that's made a difference. How, how long have you been a widow now, Bonnie? This January, it'll be 15 years. 15 years. How was it the first year or two? The second year was actually the hardest. Uh, my husband worked um, swing shift, so he was gone a lot during holidays and, you know, different times during the day and night. So the first year I was kind of used to that. But the second year, it started feeling like the new normal. Mm-hmm. That part was harder. What's been different in your life as far as uh, you talk about during the holidays? Uh, do you do you reach out? Are you involved with other people? Or uh, you know, what does your holiday look like for you as a as a widower? Well, I did say your comments about being able to serve others has helped a lot. I've also hmm. tried to keep my antenna up for other people who seem to be alone. Valentine's Day among single mothers, you know, sometimes just a flower or a card or you know a little dollar candy bar or something can make such a difference for her mm-hmm. great ideas uh greg uh you know I was just gonna say, she, she's got the bonnie, ideas bonnie you got all the great ideas bonnie you're doing good <laughs> i love listening to it and the whole thing about serving others and you're the word that came to my mind is to describe you i was hearing the word freedom freedom you just seem free you feel like you you're serving so god bless you bonnie mm-hmm. god bless you thank you for calling in and uh, bonnie we uh we pray that you have a fantastic christmas coming up okay <laughs> thank you so much and and uh send us a picture of that girly uh, uh decorations <laughs> that you've done in your in your room okay definitely all yeah. right i like to see it uh attitude attitude talk about attitude when it comes to um the psychology of anxiety, depression, loneliness, a person's wiring their attitude. Yeah. 
Well, you know, ultimately, there's a few things we can control. We, ultimately, we can control our attitude, take some practice. We can control our efforts to work on things. Uh, we can, you'll learn, but you can learn to control your behavior and how you respond to others. So there's a lot that's within our ability to control, though we may not feel like it or mm. feel like we're able to. Um, you know, we can't control other people. We can't control what others say or do. We cannot control other people's judgments. <laughs> and so um, we need to make a decision. I'm not going to give my personal power who I am. I'm not going to give that away. Somebody has a bad day and they are rude to you. Um, don't let that be a deflating point. Um, sometimes we can feel anxious and go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And, and you feel like everybody's looking at you and there's a hypersensitivity. So watch for that. All right. Hey, Daniela, I'll tell you what, we're going to get to you in just a moment. Let's take a break, Jennifer, and then uh, we'll be right back with more calls during this holiday season, thinking about loneliness, anxiety, depression, helping you, encouraging you uh, to uh, take every day for God's glory and for your benefit. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Are you feeling lonely today? Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. I've been teaching over the last two weeks some of the lessons that I learned while flying on airplanes all around the world. And one of the lessons I learned is that we can feel lonely even in a crowd of people. A packed flight with two or three hundred people and you can still feel alone if you're lonely. So physical distance is less important than the emotional and spiritual distance that we put in place with another person. So can I encourage you, even during this time of pandemic, that you connect with another person at a deeper level? You'll feel less lonely and more connected. It has a lot less to do with physical distance than it does with spiritual and emotional distance. So can I encourage you today, if you want to move from loneliness to connectedness, that you take the first step. That's intentional living. To get our daily video, sign up at theintentionallife.com slash minute. Wow, what a season this is. It's an exciting time. We know Christmas is a, one of the high expectations. And uh, when I hear the reports that people are taking credit card spending right through the roof, credit card uh, sales are going up, people are borrowing more, putting things on long-term payments, uh, I just caution you because January is coming. So is February. So not only will you have maybe some loneliness, you'll have some anxiety over trying to pay the debt. So just make this a real focus on people, on service, on what God is doing in your life, on gratitude, um, and don't feel like you got to dig a hole financially to to please people. Please, for your sake, be intentional. All right, Dr. Greg Jantz is my guest today. He's the founder of the Center, a place of hope in uh, the Seattle area. We've been talking about loneliness and depression. We'll get to Danielle and Melissa here in a moment. Uh, if you have a comment for our storyline, you can call 888-888-1717. Uh, I was just, I was thinking during the, that break, uh, Greg, there are some people who've just been through a loss in this last year, a spouse, they become a widow or widower for the first time. Um, 
loneliness will probably be expected. I mean, is, in other words, lonely, is loneliness always a pathological issue? Is loneliness always something that people should say, wow, this is awful. I must be struggling at some deep level. Loneliness would seem like it would come with the territory after a great loss. Yes. Loneliness is going to come with territory. You've had a significant loss, a a loved one, or or there's been a close relationship that you no longer have. So that feeling of loneliness is because of the disconnection, the absence of that relationship. Well, we know that uh, loneliness is kind of like a a virus, in other words, it can spread. Mm. I can I can get lonely because I lost one relationship. Then I withdraw from other people. It's like it spreads, and now I'm even more lonely. So the key is uh, we need to appropriately grieve. We've got to have grief and honor and in a lost relationship. But we also cannot stay in a loneliness state, mm-hmm. uh, even mm-hmm. for our physical health. Uh, the loneliness and the drain that that puts on uh, our our sleep, our sleep patterns, our immune system. So we do have to regroup, re-strengthen, and reinvest in other people after a period of loneliness and loss. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Good advice. Danielle, you've been waiting so patiently in Michigan. Thank you. How are you today? Great. How are you? Good. What's your thought on loneliness today? Um, I think the word loneliness can be misconstrued and kind of misunderstood. Um, I don't feel like loneliness, you know, if we visualize it, sometimes we see a person all by themselves, but I think people can be lonely and be by many people mm-hmm. and still feel that loneliness and sometimes um they don't understand it because they have people around but as i look at hollywood i think those are some of the loneliest people and they have all kinds of fans and all kinds of people there supporting them and trying to get them through but so when the enemy tries to come against me and or make me feel alone or like I'm the only one that would feel that um, I fight my battles through worship mm. and I turn worship music on and with movement of, you know, whatever um, I try to just kind of move around and just praise God because then his presence fills that void and kind of fills the room and you're not lonely anymore. And whether I'm in the car or, on my way to the grocery store and those thoughts try to bombard me. I try to fight my battles with what the enemy would least expect, which is what he was supposed to do was worship, you know, and Lucifer Mm -hmm. was in charge of the worship. And so I just try to fight my battles through um, a God given thing that I feel like he has set out there for everybody to have. And it just sets the mood and changes kind of how I'm feeling and, and actually the atmosphere. Now, how do you handle when you're, like you pointed out, and in a, in a, it's excellent that we can be lonely in a crowd. You can be lonely by yourself, mm-hmm. lonely in a crowd. When you're with others, do you experience loneliness? And, and what is it you do when you're with people and you're feeling that? 
when I'm with people, I, I will tend to, um, have laughter, um, try to make somebody smile. You can't really feel lonely when you're smiling and talking and feeling a part of that. So I try to fight it through, um, engaging and not Mm -hmm. letting myself feel lonely. So I engage with the people and I look, I kind of try to take myself out of that scenario and say, Hey, I can change this. I don't have to feel this way, you know, and why am I feeling this way? And by kind of asking myself those questions quietly in my head, I can turn the situation to, you know what? I don't, that's not what this is for. Like there's people here. I don't have to feel lonely. I don't have to feel distant. I don't have to feel, you know, and um, just really engaging with them. And sometimes I hum a song in my head. Mm -hmm. You well, you're being very, you're being being very proactive. You're being very intentional, um, and you're doing some of the basic things we've talked about. You're changing your physical state, your mental state, and of course, ultimately, your spiritual state as well. As you focus away from uh, from yourself on on others. Okay, that's been that's been great, uh, Danielle. I hope you have a great uh, Christmas season, and thank you for joining us today. Great input. Thank you. God bless you, uh, Danielle's. Hit the ball out of the park, Greg. Those are the things we need to do. You can, because she points out we can be lonely even when we're in the midst of a crowd. Uh, we try to fill it with other things, but we can be lonely no matter where we are, not just sitting home alone. She reminded me of those things that you can control, and one was your attitude and how you're going to respond. And it seems like Danelle has really practiced that. Mm, absolutely. All right, let's take another break. Melissa, you're next. We'll get to you there in Kansas in just about a minute. Don't go away. Redeemer. Father. My refuge. The ways we describe God may change depending on what we're facing. Teacher. My shepherd. But one thing remains constant. God is always near you 365 days a year. And Intentional Living has a reminder of God's constant presence in your life that we'd like to share with you. When you support Intentional Living with a gift of $30 a month or a single gift of $365, we'll say thank you with the 2023 Names of God calendar. Each month shares a different name of God, beautiful scenery, and a description of the meaning of God's name for that month. Your support of Intentional Living continues to provide daily hope and encouragement. And the Names of God calendar will remind you that God is with you all year long. You can give now at The Intentional Life or call 888-888-1717. Hey, I hope you'll do that. Uh, this is this is the most beautiful of the calendars I think we've done in a while, the Names of God uh, for 2023. And I tell you what, um, my wife, I, I have a copy here because we've got them into the office. And um, I, I took it home and my wife looked at it and she said, boy, those photographs that Jimmy worked on, our artists are beautiful. And the fact that every month is another name we see of God in Scripture, that she said, we're going to take that and go through that with our grandchildren, to teach our grandchildren the names of God. We can do it by month. It could be a regular series to say, one of my goals to be intentional in 2023 is to teach my grandchildren or children the names of God. This calendar can be used as a teaching tool to help you live that intentional life in Christ. So thank you for your support. 
appreciate it. And um, we'll get that out to you. And for those of you that have requested it, uh, if you want to know, want to know more information, go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. Dr. Greg Jantz is here today. Actually, he's on the on the line with us uh, from the center, a place of hope in the Seattle area. Dr. Jantz founded 30 plus years ago this place to help people who are struggling with anxiety and depression and addiction and, and other issues and uh, has been a regular guest here at Intentional Living. We appreciate his wisdom and his godly perspective on the issues that we're facing. And now with anxiety, depression, and loneliness during the holidays, uh, we thought, wow, this is such uh, an important topic. Uh, Melissa was unable to hang on the phone. We get people on hold, and sometimes uh, it's a little bit long, but she did leave a question uh, here for us from Kansas. Uh, A stressful marriage and an extended family and spiritual warfare. How do family dynamics during the holiday lend themselves uh, Greg, to these issues of anxiety and depression and just some of the psychological things that we we wrestle with. You know, and that's where I say there really is such thing as a toxic family. There can be those, as I've mentioned previously, who could be passive aggressive. Uh, then there's some families, they seem to use holidays as a time for <laughs> fighting <laughs> mm-hmm. that's we, we come together and that's that's when we uh we we fight and argue um other times you see a lot of addiction acting out so the family and i appreciate the spiritual warfare i want to have two at least two other people who are pray. if i'm going to be in those kinds of situations I want prayer. I want a prayer of protection and covering. I also want to decide ahead of time, okay, what are topics and people that I'm going to need to limit engagement with? You need to have a pre-decision. There's times where we need to always have somebody next to us, like uh, a person that understands the role, but just physically next to us uh, as an emotional person protection or buffer so have a strategy ahead of time and do know yes sometimes um there is attacks and personal attacks sometimes they're underhanded attacks they're passive other times they're just right out there and this is why i've got to fortify myself spiritually before i go into those situations and also need to have at least two other people that are praying with me and i don't want to walk into those alone i'm going to have another person physically close by me talk about uh greg putting these boundaries in place you know we hear the stories i know when we get together as a family we just we just have a good time we're, we're blessed uh you know we can always have disagreements on things there's different personalities and you see the sibling it's interesting you sometimes see the adult siblings bring up you know they're kind of kids again you know the some of the issues they're kind of fun but i know some families get really dysfunctional and really struggling um how do we i guess the question is where's the boundary at what point do you say you know this just isn't healthy for me or my family to be involved with this family you know during the holidays uh, maybe one on one with my brothers or sisters or parents but when we all get together when we leave, it, it is so toxic. It really is uh, a real pain and difficult for our kids, and we feel it's damaging them. How do you handle it? Yes. That? Well, I think we then decide we're going to not be available. <laughs> okay. And there's times we go, 
our family is going to do something just with our family and, you know, pick something that's fun for everybody. But um, we're going to talk about it. You know, maybe we've done things uh, with our extended family. Maybe this year we, we ahead of time, we're going to share, we're going to do something differently we're, and, and we're going to make it fun and exciting. Um, so don't feel a false sense of obligation. And you're right, Randy. And you said, well, other we can meet at other times one-on-one. -on -one, but yeah. when we bring the family together, it's just not a good situation. There are families like that. So what do I need to do to preserve my well-being, protect my well-being, okay, and protect the well-being of my immediate family members? Mm -hmm. It's okay to do that. I give you permission. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, we've got about two minutes left here, uh, Greg. Today, um, what's your what's your final thought for people during this season? Um, as they're going to be, will be going off the air shortly. Well, what do you say to encourage them, those that might be struggling with some of these issues we've discussed? Do not lose hope, and decide this year I'm going to practice to make it different. I'm not going to go into these situations alone. I'm also going to address my anxiety. If I need to get some outside help, if I need to get some good quality reading, you know, it's a topic I've written about, get some new information and get a game plan together. As you move into the new year, start to take care of your emotional well-being now. Which really leads into, um, at this point, you know, there's a few weeks left before we wrap up this year to think about your goals Maybe there's some things yeah. you look back over 2022 and you say, hey, I want 2023 to be different. There's some things that are going to be different. Um, and we say here at Intentional Living, just setting a New Year's resolution isn't enough. We did that one year with our family. And the next year when we've got the box out with all the New Year's resolutions uh, that we wrote down, uh, I couldn't find the box. I couldn't find the box. So resolutions come and go. If you want to be intentional, you got to decide day by day, what one thing am I going to do that's going to move me in that direction that I've determined in my heart to make a decision to move toward that that's intentional living. Well, Greg, thank you for being a part of the show today. We wish that you and your family will have a great Christmas. Um, you have some big plans coming up. We're going to sell our situation. It's going to be our immediate family. You mm. bet. All right. Well, you guys have a, a great celebration for uh, Christmas, and God bless you, and thank you for what you're doing to help people who come from all over the country and probably outside the country to to get help there in, in Seattle. I hope you have a great 2023. Thank you. Good to team with Intentional Living. Thank you so much. If you want to be a part of the Ministry of Intentional Living, many of you responded this last week thank you for doing that for your calls for going online for being a part of the ministry and you heard just a little bit ago we've got this uh, beautiful brand new the names of god 2023 calendar from family life radio and intentional living as you join us in support you can find out all about that at our website when you go to theintentionallife.com that's theintentionallife.com uh, do remember what the reason for Christmas is. It's about Christ. It's about his birth, celebrating what He, what he's done for us, coming to give himself as a sacrifice on the cross. And uh, we thank him every day uh, because of his intentional love for us. 
So have a great day. We'll see you next time from Intentional Living.